Hi, this is Ricardo, and you are tuned in to All Flavors Radio, with Wimbo and Natural Lily on the Drive Time Show from 6 p.m. to 8. Don't be late. Success can be a lonely road. It can be a tough road. It can be a hard road. It's not for everyone. Those who follow others like sheep will never know who they truly are. Only those who follow their own path can discover their true potential. Those who fly alone have the strongest wings. Those who walk alone have the strongest direction. The rest will always be in need of others for their survival. They will always need attention, need recognition to survive. I am at peace alone, needing no attention, no recognition, and still I thrive. I'm not saying those who have support are weak. I'm not saying you must go at it alone to gain strength. This is just for those who have fought battles alone. Those who have felt like they don't fit in. Those who have never had support in anything they do. All of those who feel no one believes in them. You don't need them to believe in you if you believe in you. You don't need their support if you've got your own back. The best part is when you truly live the life you want to live, when you speak your truth, when you embrace who you are, then you gain real respect and real love. People love those who have the guts to be themselves. Those who have the courage to follow their heart. Why? It's rare. Why? Because most people wish they could do the same. Show them the way. Keep going. Believe in yourself. It will all come good in the end. And when it does, you won't have only inspired yourself to be more. You will have inspired so many others. I had to learn to fight alone. And because of that, I am strong alone. I am strong. Full stop. I developed inner strength that can't be broken. I am unbreakable. Because of the pain, I am strong. Because of the struggle, I have character most will never know. I appreciate others more than ever. I have more compassion than ever. I had to go deep into the darkness. Now I have more depth. Now I can see clearer. I had to face huge internal challenges. Now I can defeat any challenge. I will destroy every challenge. I am proud of who I have become. I am proud I have overcome. I am proud I kept going. I am proud of who I am, who I've become. I am proud I stayed true to myself because now I can live as myself with respect from others and most importantly, pride and respect from myself.
sounds of Shaka Khan there. Keep your head up to the sky. Good evening. Good evening, All Flavors Land. How y'all doing out there? I am Wimbo77. And I am naturally Lily. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. And Lily, what a day. What a day. What a day indeed. Uh-huh. It was beautiful out there, I must say. The weather has gotten a lot better, hasn't it? It has. It's still a bit cold, I think. Yeah. Still a bit chilly. Uh huh. But um, it's brighter, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And we were out on Sunday, was it? Was it Sunday we were out and it was quite nice in the park. park? Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday was lovely. Yeah. Trained in the the garden. Trained in the garden. This started. Oh, nice. And um, had all the weights and everything out there, and. Yeah, it was just something different. I normally go up to the hill and train, but we decided to just do it from home this start end. And it was very, very, very productive. Mm -hmm. So how are you all doing out there today? How are you all doing out there today? We have lots and lots to be getting on with um, during the show, but just um, sending out our condolences to Bunny Whaler. Um, He passed away today to his family and to his family yes given the condolences to um, bunny whaler he was the founder i think of bob marley and the whalers if my mind Mm. um serves me well but you know it's sad to hear all these great loss yeah. yeah another loss of these these greats that have gone before us and have the ancestors that have set the set the pace mm. when we think about it because they were they were great great people that not only changed pop culture mm-hmm. changed culture mm. but brought an amazing message right yeah definitely yeah so condolences to um bunny whaler's family and you know we we really our thoughts are with you at this time so lily um finding out today national day it's the national old stuff day <laughs> I thought, what's National Old Stuff Day? What does that mean? What oh does that really, goodness. really mean? But it says it's always observed on March the 2nd. Okay. So National Old Stuff Day gives notice to all that old stuff. Right. And encourages you to try something new. So maybe stepping outside of the comfort zone, maybe that's what it is. It says not all old stuff, but some of it. Okay. So we don't have to get rid of all the old stuff, but just to try something new. Yeah. It's a day to break out of the old routines and experience new ones. I like that. I think sometimes we can hold on to the old for too long mm. and it um, ends up clogging up our life, whether it's old clothes, old shoes or other old things. Anything old or old habits. <laughs> old habits, yeah. What, what out there that's old that you could break away from. Have you tried anything new lately? Mm. Let us know what old things we can break out of and maybe what's one thing new that we can try. So the question as well that we're posing today is has or are black women losing interest in black men? That's an interesting question. It's a very interesting question. And the reason why I ask this is because someone sent me uh, video mm-hmm. with this thought and he gave some very shocking statistics mm. as regards to interracial relationships yeah as well as as well as a female black female and white males that their marriages are more than likely going to last longer than same cultural marriage 
as well as black men marrying white women. I think that's a bit of an uh, an opinion other than a it's statistics. Proof. There's proof. There's statistical proof. But you were... you saying it's more than likely? That's a what's it called? That's a opinion. That's not fact. They've done a survey, so it's probably a survey of a certain amount of people mm. that were asked the question, mm. and they showed it was a survey of how long the marriages would last. Okay. And it worked out that the the white male and the black female mm-hmm. that they statistically lasted longer in relationships. The black male with the white female mm. lasted, and also black on black lasted a lot less. Yeah, black male with the, okay, yeah, yeah, that it lasted a lot less, and that they the one of the women that stated that if she had the choice that she would more than likely go with, this was a white lady, by the way, would more than likely value her counterpart, her same white male, higher than she did the black male. But the black male devalues the black woman. Uh, What I'll do is I will dig a bit deep more. (laughs) No, I I understand the concept of that. Yeah. Because of the way, you know... um, what's it called not liking oneself i understand why men would devalue their their relationship with their counterpart more than a white woman would value their relationship with their counterpart yeah um because they've never really had those trialsome relationships when you look at the relationships of the white household mm. their relationship with their families their parents tend to in history not have as much strain as the black family has yeah. So from um, you know, way back when you look at what our history is like, the male black male's relationship with the female always has had some kind of um, turmoil, yeah. whether it's them being ripped from the breast of their mother or um, being given to being forced to to have children with a black woman because we need more strong babies. Yeah. Yeah. And then the white and then the black woman becoming independent and not wanting to rely on a man. Those relationships have have negative history. So I'm not really surprised that the black male doesn't value the relationship as much. Yeah, and that's very true. I, I had the article here as regards to the the breakdown or as to why uh black males feel that way, but mm-hmm. I can't find it at the minute. So what I'm going to do is we will tackle that just a little bit later on mm-hmm. and just go into breaking news. So that is one subject that we're going to go into because it is the question that has been posed as regards to, um, we find it, are black women losing interest in black men? Mm-hmm. We're going to look at that in a while. But Lily, black yeah. excellence. Yes. Your thoughts? Um, this was the awards, wasn't it? Mm. Um whereby a lot of our um a lot of actors that we know won roles so um who was it Kalua oh what's his first name again um I can't remember his first name I think it's Daniel or David I can't remember Daniel is it Daniel Kalua he won best supporting actor in the motion picture Judas and the Black Messiah Mm. um and Chadwick Boseman um, 
which we know sadly passed last year, he won... Um, was it best support art support actor for his role that he played in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Mm. and his wife gave this acceptance speech I saw the wife um the wife giving the acceptance speech and it was it was a bit heart-wrenching actually Mm. trying to watch it because as she's giving the speech everyone it showed like um all the other supporting actors and black actresses just in tears. Mm, mm. That have you seen that, Marini? I haven't watched it. It's, I can't bring myself to watch it yet. He done it justice, mm. so much justice in that role. Mm. Um, he was a trumpet player. I think it was a trumpet mm-hmm. player, and he well, you would have never known that he was so ill. Yeah, and he deserved that. That what an accolade! Mm. What an accolade! I think that's my issue with watching his films at the moment, that mm. all I can see is I'm looking and thinking, oh, he's sick here, he's sick here, when I'm not really... So I'm focusing. not in, in focused on the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's... it's I'm, I'm glad he won. I would have preferred for him to win in... The Flesh. The Flesh, yeah. but, yeah. you know... But it's still... Won. And it said it was multiple black... Tro- multiple black actors won multiple trophies. Yeah. And, I mean, it is something again to be shouted from the rooftops yeah. because at the end of the day it's it's been a long time coming so many have been up for nomination mm. and in the top but never really have we seen so many at once and also and our boy Boyega Boyega John Boyega we love John Boyega in this office <laughs> I knew, um, I knew he was going to be big for when I saw him in Attack the Block. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he's Absolutely a very good amazing. actor. And he's just gone from strength to strength. Yeah, he really has. He he won, um, he was named Best Supporting Actor in the TV series um, put, that was done by Steve McQueen, Small yeah. Axe. We got a lot of backlash for that, but... But I actually, when I was um, talking about this, because I'm going through watching them now, and it was, the backlash was mainly from the episode that was about the raves okay okay. all the other ones didn't really get that much negative feedback but i think um and even I, this was from a white lady at work she said that when you watch the program mm. if you just watch that one on its own there wasn't really much of a storyline behind it and that's most probably why mm. so much of us were like well that's not what we're like and there was a backlash in that regard um but she was saying you collectively you had to watch them collectively. They were a really good production, mm. um, and I've heard that from a couple of other people as well. So, yeah, there you go. Well done, John Boyega, for really if they've set the precedent. I'd, yes. I'd say they're setting the precedent as yes. well as Andra Day. Now I don't know who she is. No. Okay, she's a black woman. And she won Best Actress Ooh. in the drama The Uni- United States versus Billie Holiday. I've not seen that. Oh. I haven't seen that film. So these are ones to look out for, everyone. Mm. Let's support them. Maybe they're on a... Uh, so this one's on Netflix, Hulu. is it? Hulu. Yeah. I've not heard of Hulu for, before. But they're, they're, they're there, guys. So let's, um, let's support these ones. Mm-hmm. Go on and, and watch the... 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 Films. Films. And yeah, high five, well done, well done, bringing up the community, but we always know that there is black excellence. Mm -hmm. We always know that we're great. And we always know that we have 
level to excel to right definitely definitely always high achievers we are always high achievers absolutely so that's in in breaking news today as well as in 1933 did you know that in the usa king kong the movie had its world premiere in new york in 1933 i didn't even realize film went back that far yeah is it motion pictures from like the 19... 1910, 1920s? I, did, I really didn't do any research into that. Don't start updating computer, you're not allowed. <laughs> so who does this every single time. I've got to tell it to remind me later. Yeah, okay, so 1933, they were well along because it was well filmed, wasn't it? I have never seen the 1933 version. The first one I saw was the one... Um, I think it's a black and white one, but the one that came out before the Jack Black version, which came out about 10 years ago. Is that Jack Black, the one where they went to the island and and found the King Kong? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Skull okay. Island. All right, there you go. Yeah. So, what can we say? What can we say? Lots of things in film there then, so yeah. lots of um, great things happening. I often wonder, though, when I was looking through the accolades of the Black Excellence, mm-hmm as to why they're pushing this demographic. Is it just time, do you think, for it? What do you mean, why they're pushing? Like, what, I mean, there's four four black artists that have won these, this is the 78th or 73rd, um, 78th Golden Globe, mm-hmm. and they weren't letting us in before. So was it just that? Because enough people have been vocal. And this, this is one thing we have to learn. Mm. If enough people speak out on an issue, yeah. And enough people take action, mm. then something will get done eventually. I think with the, um, wasn't it the Oscars where we were literally not winning anything? Right. And oh, we haven't, we was getting, now. one person was getting nominated and they yeah. weren't going to win at all. Um, but I think enough, and enough white actors as well have started being extremely vocal on the yeah. fact that they know that some of the actors that are being given these awards, and they it should go to the other person, yeah, yeah. you know? So they have to recognise. It's time, it's time, it's time. It says um, that since the Academy Awards were first handed out in 1929, mm. only 19 Oscars have been awarded to the performance given by black actresses and actors. 19 Wasn't since one of them? One of them was the lady who acted as um like aunt bessie aunt bessie yeah and she was the only black woman in the auditorium yeah and then wasn't another one given to was it not sam cook um sam got denzel washington denzel washington yeah before him uh so that's it she's clarence sinclair which she was miss hattie or hattie mcdaniel yes in gone with the wind yes uh, she Liz. cried during her acceptance speech. Sydney Potier. That's who I'm thinking of. Sydney Potier. Yeah. 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 So Sydney Potier um, won in 1963. Wow. Lily's in the field. Okay. And then we have Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett that Jr. Name sounds familiar. An officer and a gentleman. I remember the film An Officer and a Gentleman, but I don't recall Louis Gossett Jr. I don't remember called Denzel Washington. Yeah. So he won in 1989. I mean, it's really few and far, but Whoopi Goldberg has won wow. from Ghost. 
So there's a few, but that. But oh. the fact that you can go through the that list. was twenty years before that one was twenty years before that one is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s actually won one as well. Oh wow! Yeah, Halle Berry, we know. Denzel Washington's Washington's won a couple of times, mm. and Morgan Freeman, he's been in yeah, it. Yeah, he's a, a very good actor. He's been though, for long he? He's a good actor. Jamie Fox. For what? Ray. Oh, okay. He was very, very good in that film, actually. I loved um, Ray. Mm, mm. And Forrest Whitaker. Is another good actor. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, yes, Jennifer Hudson. For Dreamgirls. Yeah. 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 And Monique. But then after that, her, <laughs> they, blo- they, black- they blackboard her after that, didn't they? I don't, is it, I don't know why, she, why they did. Yeah. They did she say her. something on, on live television that she shouldn't have or something? I just think they just, I, I, I don't know the story behind it, but mm. maybe we'll bring it to another time. Yes. As well as Octavia Spencer. Don't know who that is. Help. She made the poo-poo pie. Oh, her. <laughs> she's in, um, she's in Hidden Colours, not Hidden Colours, the one about the aviation. Oh, is she? She's in that as well. That yeah, she's, she's a good actress. And Ma, she's in. See? Yeah, yeah that was she's a very, very good, good film. Um, Lupita Nyong'o. Excellent actress. And Viola Davis. I think Viola, Viola Davis, Davis yeah. as well as Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali, yeah. He was in um, Moonlight. I think he won. So there was an award, and I don't know if it's the same award, mm. where they announced, they read the ticket, and you could see something dodgy was going on. They read the ticket, and um, it's two white uh, presenters. La La Land. Right. Yes. And he says, Oh, it, the award's gone to La La Land. <laughs> and then they went up and everyone got up and was cheering, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy from La La Land, I think he was one of the directors or producers, he was like, no, no, it went to such and such. So he called them out yeah. because they did not want to give it to Moonlight. And Moonlight is um, Mahasha Ali. Wow. Yeah. See, uh, Regina King was another one as well. Oh, so, did she win? For yeah. what? Uh, Regina King, if Bill Street could talk. Haven't seen that one. Yeah, if Bill Street could talk. So I've not seen that one as well. That was in 2018. Mm. So it does seem to be a bit of a pattern. That So that was two black ones that won in 2018, 2016. He won twice for Moonlight. Yeah. And yeah, so it's sort of time lapses in between. Yeah. But 19, I could read that list out, guys. Yeah. And I just thought that we would because 19 not? since 1929. 29. There you go. Do the math. Do Love the maths. <laughs> But we had four before the like the night before, so that's all amazing. That's all good, and we're just going to keep on going from strength to strength. Yeah, you say. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So beautiful people, we have a lot to talk about tonight, and yeah, we will see you all in five. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here, right now. Have you ever wondered what therapy is? and how it can help with our mental well-being. To find out more, please join me every week on the Wednesday for the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9pm to 11pm on All Flavours Radio with Darnell, the therapist. To all queer lovers from around the world, 
Come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres, cadence music, zook music, quadrille music, lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT each and every Saturday. See you there. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on All Flavors Radio. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2. And the Brenda Russell there. Not Brenda Russell, what am I talking about? Deborah Cox. (laughs) Sentimental. And yes, indeed, DiCarlo, you are right. It was LA Babyface and Karen White with Love Saw This. That's a great album. That's one of my favourite albums of all time, I must say. Um, Karen White, she was big back in the day and still sounding amazing. So before the break, all right, Lily, there's a few comments that, as regards to what we were talking about um, slightly before the break, and we posed that question about... What do you think, guys? Are black women losing interest in black men? Your thoughts, um, chat room thoughts. Uh, so we have a comment here from Kimmy who says, yes, they are losing interest because a lot of black men don't respect black women, even though their own mother is black. Very true. They want to say, they want to say black women are too loud or can be too independent or moan because they wear weave. So I'm not not surprised that a lot of black women go for white guys as they seem to love black a black woman. That is very true as well. Because mm, in the statistics that was read out, it's a young fellow on YouTube that was that highlighted this, mm-hmm. and um, the statistics said that uh, the white guys see the value in the black woman, and that was sad. That was sad that someone outside of your race will see your value can i just okay so i don't know how many people watched um love is blind do you remember love is blind and there was a couple on there that within four days they got engaged yes yes. and that was a black lady with a white man he Mm. never met her until she said yes and then the screen was come up and then they realized oh my gosh you're white and i'm black Mm. and then there was another couple on there a black man with a black female in my opinion the black female wasn't oh we've got a phone call we have a caller right do you want to continue leash um if you just wait a moment on the line we'll call you we'll speak to you just in a moment in my opinion the black woman wasn't ratchet she wasn't loud she wasn't aggressive Mm. um and neither of them but the way the the men carried themselves was extremely different Mm. the white guy with the black female he respected her he spoke to her with respect when he wasn't happy with something she did yeah instead of a instead of him being accusatory and you're just this because this and da 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 he would speak his concerns and let her speak her concerns Mm. are you having doubts just tell me what tell me how you're feeling whereas when it was the black man and the black woman Oh, yeah, she threw the, the drink in his face, didn't she? But it was, that was after mm. how disgusting he spoke to her. Yeah, the disrespect. He called her B-word. He he had absolutely, 
you could see he didn't have respect for himself mm. and he was basically mirroring that onto her. And it was embarrassing to watch. Yeah, I remember. It was very embarrassing to watch. Hi, caller. Who's speaking? Hi, it's Olivia. How are you? Sorry, Olivia. Hi, hi. We're good. We're good. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I'm loving the show. Um, yes, um, I think this is the age-old question. Um, We're good. How are uh, and you it can, and can go bo- both ways yeah, as well. You know, I'm black guys, sure. black uh, women, you know. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I think I I well men and women are all different and um it just seems to uh, me that sometimes um you maybe see things that um are highlighted that are not um, positive mm, in mm. um black men and black women yeah and um it's 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 nothing to do with uh, being black it's just the personalities mm. very true um, and uh and uh, I mean, the, there was a time in the eighties, after a few films, black mm. guys uh, intentionally wanted to go out with black women. Mm. But it's like, um, it's, you know, you have to, uh, you you go for for the person you don't, you know, you shouldn't be seeing color. Mm. You go the for the thing, person you feel com- comfortable with. Yeah, the sad thing though, Olivia, regardless of how we look at things, and we try not to see things in black and white, but in society, sadly. That is how things are seen. That's why they will do these surveys to get statistics stating the facts that we're kind of presenting Mm. in the sense of how things last or how the breakdown comes and why it comes and uh, amongst who and it's done. It it, it is something that's done. And I think there's a census coming up soon, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So that should be quite interesting to see the amount of... Yeah, sorry, Olivia... No, but um, yes, but you, you. I mean, if you if you think about, um, okay, uh, when a black man goes out with a a, a white uh, lady, um, he's still, I mean, he's he's still the personalities. They're all different. You you can't say one person is the same as another person. Mm. And um, it's 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 all about. Uh, I I I'm not sure. I, I it's not it's not about the color. It's about the personalities and the. The sometimes the disrespectful attitudes that um, certain individuals um, put, they portray themselves in in a, in a very silly manner. Mm. So um, and uh, and then it gets gets classed as being black, but it's not being black. You you can see that from from any any race. And it's yeah. quite um, funny. It's not it's not one particular race that um, that it uh, it comes from. Mm. And it's um, a friend on in WhatsApp has highlighted that she's maybe losing interest in the stereotype. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's the personality. But because stereotypes are in place, then certain things are expected of different people. But then I think what um, I agree with Olivia saying as well mm. about personality traits, because it's interesting that the black female and white male relationship tends to last, mm. whereas the black male and the white female relationship is the same as the black male and black female. And the one common denominator in that is the black male. Yes. So it it is, and I, I don't know if this is, this is generally the case, but I also find that black males tend to go for black females because they are the ones that say, well, black women are challenging they're always angry they're always this not all black males it's just preference but i i find when you ask a black male why don't you go for black women 
it tends to be, oh, you know, they always want to be independent and they're always giving you this attitude and blah, blah, blah. And they go in to see a white woman because they think that they are more subservient when actually women are women. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? We all have, we all know how we should be treated. And if you're not treating me like that, I'm going to be vocal about it. And that isn't a colour thing. That's just mm. a woman thing. Thank you for your call, Olivia. You no, always make okay. such no, valid I, points. I, I agree. I agree with you guys. And mm. I think the thing is that we should all have respect for each other. Absolutely. It's not, it's not about the colour. It's, it's about um, the attitudes that we have towards each other. And uh, and uh, we, we have to try and be positive about totally everything. Agree. Well, totally we try. Agree. Yeah, absolute agreement. Thank you so much for Anyway, have a good evening, guys. And you yes, too. My dear. Nice, nice to talk to you. Bye. Take Bye, care, Olivia. Take care. Bye. Hi everyone, um, for everyone that's listening on, on Instagram and, and Facebook, the reason why you can't hear the caller is because there is a slight delay in the show, so you're getting it in real time, whereas the listeners in the chat room are getting it in delay time. A little bit Okay, delayed, a little bit about yeah. 30 seconds behind, so sorry about not being able to hear the call, but you can get it on the rerun. Okay, so Olivia's very right. It's true, I, I, I completely agree, I do think... Um, and what the person said on WhatsApp as well, it's not, it's being uninterested in the stereotype. Mm. No, we don't want the stereotypical mm. male that's, sad to say, here to procreate and then doesn't really want us for much more. Sad though, be, uh, uh, when you think about it then, we're just make it going to keep on making these mistakes constantly then? But no, because there are, I, I do feel like there are... Um, I know a lot of black males mm. who don't fall into the stereotype. Yeah. And they are changing the way that society sees them. They're changing the way that the stereotype was. They're not just what media, because it's the media. Yeah. They're not just what the media portray them to be. The deadbeat dads, the drug dealers, mm. the, the, the woman beaters, the angry man that has mummy issues. No. That is not the stereotype of a black man. Mm. And we know that is not the stereotype of a black man, but that is what everyone is being shown. And it's funny because the article that we're about to look at is saying the reality of the black man's love lives and marriages is very different than what's usually usually shown on TV. Oh, yeah. It's been, I spent years actually talking to them. And this is a reporter that done some more statistics mm. as regards to black men love lives and marriage mm. and it's not like what you just said how it's played out in the stereo stereotype no. of what is what we see on the television yeah the man that just smokes weed and don't look after the family and so you know or he's trying many... and can never get the right job and yeah. then his friend says oh come on come on, i'll give you a little bit on the side mm. come on work for me it's just always negativity you never see them in a positive manner and then when you do see a positive black man mm they are with a woman of the opposite of, a, of another race. They're yeah. not with a black woman. It's never a positive black male female relationship in the media. Very, very, very rarely. But that is engineered then, isn't it? It yes. shows that it is engineered to put in the back of our consciousness mm. that, it's, that it will never work, that um, black on black. But we know that's I mean, a lie, right? Regardless of, I do, I think love is love. I don't care yeah. whether you, you, you like, you're a white woman that likes black men, you're a black woman that likes white men, I don't care. Mm. But it's it's all, it's the principle behind it. It's why do other races' relationships get promoted in such a positive way? And 
are never really mixed with the black relationship. Mm. And then when you are showing a black relationship on the television or on YouTube or whatever, it's not in a positive manner. And that that is what I think needs to change. Not whether you want to have an interrelational relationship or, or not. Mm. I think the whole idea behind the types of relationships and how they last and how they... Um, how they are with one Interact, another, yeah. that needs to change. Yeah. Jackie Jackie Gold says, I can see the good in all races. However, I must, I'm most attracted to men who can't, who can relate more to me. Yeah. Uh, the life I have had, mm. you know, so that people don't have a an issue with, it's not a race thing like, that yeah. hasn't brought out, yeah. but it's just maybe the relations that, who you can relate with that as well and we looked last week at a marriage that has broken down interracial mm. and we saw again the breakdown of 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 that situation mm-hmm. yeah so it, it doesn't matter I guess it's when you're in it that's when yeah you'll see the outcomes yeah and it's how hard you want to work at it last week looked at its communication all that kind of stuff mm. There's a lot that goes into making a relationship work, mm. regardless of race, regardless of who you are, regardless of the things that we've grown up with, because those things can change. But I do think that the way a, a black male is raised has a very strong impact on what he thinks is expected of him in a relationship. If you mm. see in the breakdown of his mum and dad's relationship and then mum had to struggle, mm. does he really understand what the male's role is in the relationship as well because that's another issue that tends to come up within um the black male's relationship i'm not going to say black and black i'm just going to say the black male's relationship is do they understand the role that the male is supposed to play well this guy that wrote the article i've got to go in and find out his name he's a graduate student and university professor And he said he spent nearly two decades reviewing studies on black men and families. Mm. And he said the general consensus from them falls into one of two categories. First, that many black men are not viable marriage mates because of their financial struggles and will not allow them to provide for a wife and children. Wow. And the other studies conclude that many poor black men reject monogamous romantic relationships in favour of hypersexual masculinity to overcompensate for their inability to fulfil the traditional breadwinner role. And it says these men, the studies conclude, treat women as conquest rather than partners. So that's the two options that are given. But we know... I want to know which black men and which families they interviewed, to be honest. Mm. Because I've always seen, and obviously... I'm seeing a small portion. I don't know about the millions and millions of relationships in the world. Mm. But I've seen if a black man is struggling in his relation, in his financial state, yeah. trying to get away to not struggle in that financial state. Yes, they have the stresses and strains of, oh, I really need to support for my I support need to support my family and and whatever. But as well, what about the women that they're with? Yeah, that's true. Because, because a man struggling financially, you would have a supportive wife that will help lift you. Then times are very different where one person can stay home and be looked after as well, isn't yeah. it? It's a guy named Stephen Kahn that wrote this article, um, by the way. He's an, an editor of The Conversation. It's a, it's a 
online magazine, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this one's talking about the reality of black men's love, lives and marriages. So it's quite interesting, isn't it? Like looking at it from whatever perspective, because I, again, was looking at a an article today highlighting about education as well. It broke down seven points and one of it was education. It was quite about 42% of black males that, ha- that hold a degree. Yeah. So I thought that was quite a good percentage. It is a good percentage. But then it's then going, getting into the workplace, which is the next problem. Yeah. That's them getting into the, the workplace and then being allowed to have that kind of academic mm. lifestyle in the sense of not being an academic going in getting a good job she said in air quotes and being able to provide for your family but i think now we live in a generation where the black man will say fine if you're not going to give it to me i'll make it myself and a lot of them are (laughs) doing that just don't no one wants to rely on the system anymore a lot of men they're going in out into the workplace doing their nine to five but then realizing i don't want 12 pay paychecks i want to get paid in the interim yeah and they're going and they're saying i've got a degree let me go and start a business for myself let me go and be a financial advisor let me go and be a a contractor let me go and be an art they're going and doing their own thing now because there are there is a time when a a employer looks at your name yep on the top of your paper and can work out where you come from leroy brown for instance maybe come on you're not getting a job yeah And And this is the problem. Yeah. And we're going to look at that after the break as regards to how hard it is, even within the workplace. So I know that we we don't like to dwell on the black and white issues, Mm. but sometimes we have to talk about them. Mm. We have to talk about them to see how we can overcome these things. And like you said there, Leish, it's so good to see so many black men mm. out there just taking it by uh, the the ball by the the, the horns mm. and saying you know what right you don't want me i'm gonna make something for myself and you know me and, i'm a stickler for male rights so yes i know you are <laughs> yes most definitely Lily. what about the man <laughs> <laughs> always naturally Lily's on it guys so she's got your back uh, i've got some points as well about how to jazz up that cv oh really yep I oh that's good day. That's good. So we will let you know in five, okay? Call us now on 07895134713. That's 07895134713. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here. It never rains in Southern California. And let me show you the way Michael Jackson. Does anyone know who sang that song? It Never Rains in Southern California. I should have Shazammed it. <laughs> Would it even come up on Shazam? It might come up on Shazam. I'm sure it will. I don't know who sings it. If someone could let me know, that'd be wonderful. So, yes, we're talking about uh, the black male and his tough time in love mm. and marriage and some of the stigma that goes behind him, really the, the stereotypes that follow him in the Everything. movies. Yes. And we know that a lot of that isn't really true, is it? A lot of it is just what it is, stereotypes. Yeah. And that's the, that is the trouble. And in line with that is another point 
point that affects both black male and female Mm -hmm. and that is the workplace yeah and really when it comes to the workplace that black men feel least trusted and black women feel least empowered agree or disagree your thoughts what your thoughts out there beautiful people do black men feel least trusted in the workplace and do black women feel least empowered in UK offices when we're talking as regards to the UK here and that again is another sad situation isn't it that we find ourselves in it is it says here that um, white employees have a better relationship with line managers as well and feel more respected at work mm. than black and Asian workers do. Wow. And I I feel it's that way because mm. most, a large population of the managers are white. So yeah. it's someone that they can relate to. Usually if you can relate to the person that's managing you, yeah, then they have a bit more of an understanding as to why you are the way you are and why you act the way you act. Mm. A good manager will get to know you. Or but they, how many good managers are there out there, to be honest? I like, think there are a lot of good managers. It's just the fact of the environment where you're working mm. as well. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it highlights here that black men feel the least trusted um, because it, it was discovered engaging by engaging business, diverting diversity and inclusion research, which found that black men aged between 35 to 44 feel the least trusted to make decisions in the workplace. And it says they are also the least happiest and enjoy their job less, in contrast to white employees uh, who feel more positive about their views being heard at work Mm. and feel more trusted to make decisions. Mm. So why would they feel... uh, like their decisions aren't to be trusted. That's the first question I'd have probably asked. I feel because most of the time they're not really put in a in a position where they can make the decision. If that makes sense, yeah. Like you're, yep. you're not. If you was to look at a large companies, who is in management? What is the percentage of those in management that are of Black Asian descent? Mm. It's gonna be a fraction compared to their white counterparts, and then even more so if it's a black male in a in a position of management. They usually tend to be the grafters, the, yeah. the people that are running the floors, as in they're putting in the work. But in management positions, mm-hmm. it's it's very few and far between. And it's I guess it has been like that for a long time. But I must say, I think a few weeks ago, I'd done um, some research into black owned companies and they are on the rise, which is amazing. Yeah, but that's not the same yeah. as a male feeling empowered or feeling Feeling responsible in his workplace. Because yeah. you've got a black owned company. Well, it's a black man that owns a company. Yeah. Of course, he's going to feel a type of way in his own company. But when you're working for someone else, yeah. Um, it's not the same. And it does say in UK offices, so UK being, I guess, the whole of the United Kingdom. Yeah. And dependent, again, on where you are in the UK, mm. that makes a big difference yeah. as well, doesn't it? It also highlights that black women feel the least empowered in UK offices and compared to other ethnicities and men when it comes to making a decision at work. 
This is according to Engaging Works um, Empowerment Research, which found that only 57% of black women feeling empowered at work compared to an average of 66%. That's still a lot higher than the males. Yeah, because the males were between 35, what was the statistic? 35 and 44%. Yeah. No, that was the age. That was the age of the men. Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Reading the wrong statistics. So, I don't know. I just... Being someone who's in the workplace and knowing mm. how I've felt at work, it I'm sorry, it really doesn't shock me. Mm. I've had awful managers that, in all f- fairness, could have given me a lot more autonomy to do the job that I do. But because of whatever they felt, mm. emotion, and women I find they manage with emotion whatever they felt, they didn't want to give me that autonomy and that makes you feel so rubbish at work. And is that because they feel that maybe you might come and do a, actually do a better job than I them? I fully feel so, yeah. But that is surely that's what you want in the workplace. You want it to no, be elevated, right? you don't right? want to be outshined. And move, is it outshining, moving on from that job, I've seen, I've seen it because when I, where I was before there was a lot of under the thumb business going mm. on. You've got to keep you in a certain place. But when I moved on and was given a lot more responsibility, response, yeah. given a lot more responsibility, involved in a lot more things, mm. even attending certain meetings that I should have been attending at my previous place of work where they kept me in the dark, attending these meetings in, in my new place where I work, you... L- your eyes are opened. <laughs> your eyes are open. You learn about certain things that perhaps you think, actually, you shouldn't have been doing that. You know, mm. you learn about why things went wrong when you've moved on. Obviously, you can't do anything about it now, mm. but then it kind of validates what you're, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it still doesn't change the fact that at that time, when you was in that workplace, you felt like rubbish. Yeah. And you weren't valued Not then as a all. member of staff that your opinion could actually bring about some good transformation mm. in the place. Or you weren't feel, feel, um, given that empowerment to show that you can shine yeah. in the workplace. And it's, I think it's quite, you know, this is, this is possibly why as well a lot of us are t- taking the steps to start our own businesses yeah, to take it. the steps to in management and um joy says here as well that the stereotypical type has not changed much black men are less vocal than the women so maybe we'll yes. speak out a lot more and say you know what i'm not taking this nonsense that is very right? true my husband's got two jobs <laughs> kind of thing you know two jobs. I don't need it. <laughs> whereas now he's he's impelled to stay because he has, to he has the a responsibility mm. I mean, we all have the responsibility to work towards having a home, a loving home and making sure that everyone is provided for, mm. but it will fall onto the man's shoulders. I must say, and he may not like me for saying this, mm. but my husband, when he was working his previous job, was having such a rubbish time at his previous job. Mm. His manager was horrible. Just the whole situation was horrible. He went for promotions they just overlooked him they would never give him feedback and I remember saying on so many occasions if you don't like it leave Mm. and one day he had a meeting with um someone from work and he was like you know what I'm done with this and he left and I've never felt 
prouder than in that moment mm. because even though it could have been done maybe a little bit better it's the fact that m- not a lot of men do that not a lot of men will say i'm not taking your rubbish anymore and you know i'm a good worker you know i'll put in the time you know that i've sacrificed a lot to to be giving you as much as i'm giving you mm. forget it mm. and that was it I and quit. they lost a lot of good workers after that yeah a lot and is it is that the point and and are the managers then penalized for the loss of staff no. or they just you just replaced you and just then replaced that's it them. goodbye you just replace them oh we've we've lost 10 what is it analysts mm. will will just send out for five more Jay Ricky says men and women need to help each other learn together what balance is first. Mm. So I must be towards um, the love of the black man and marriages. And that's very true, Ricky, that men and women, we do need to help each other learn together, mm. grow together and be watered together. Yeah. You think of a plant, you know, and watered, I do think it grows strong. Men should take a page from our book. Do you think My so? My wife works two jobs. I don't mean... <laughs> No, seriously, I do think they need to be a bit more vocal in the workplace. They need to be more vocal overall, I think. Yeah. Because they can play it down. And maybe that sometimes they don't, we, we, we might just bark at them or something. Yeah. And they think, oh, do you know what, for, for less of hassle, mm. I'm just not going to say anything. But sometimes it's good to talk. It's always good to talk. I think it is. And yeah. I think one thing that men, I don't know if they do this, but we read we'll be like, oh, you're not going to give me annual leave. What's the policy on annual leave? <laughs> and we'll go away yeah. and we'll research and we'll say, actually, no, according to the policy, blah, 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 blah. Whereas yeah. will men do that in the workplace? Will they be like, the the manager said, no, you can't have um, paternity leave. You can have a week's annual leave. Do they go away and read the policy that mm. states, actually, you're entitled to, what is it, 26 weeks worth of paternity leave? This is it. So if you feel less of a person... In the workplace, it's a matter of doing something about it. Like Lily says, go and look at policy. Go mm. and see what your rights are. We should know what our rights are. Even in this whole time of what we've had last year, mm. legislation, laws, so many things have changed. Mm. Okay, so in that sense of our livelihoods, much less if you're going into work, we need to know. I remember when I um, worked at NARS, National Autistic Society, and for two weeks... We had to read policy before yeah. we even started work. We had to read yeah. every policy and tick that we'd done it and make sure that they dotted the I's and crossed the T's. Yeah. And I think that is good practice, actually, mm-hmm. so that you know what your rights are, what is expected of you. And, and what you should expect from what, your employer. What you should expect from them. But also this Lord Mark Price, the founder of Engaging Business, he was a former Minister of State at the Department for International Trade, he said, understanding how ethnicity um, affects working life for employees is vital for any business. Just like gender and age, ethnicity plays a huge part in how people interact Mm. and work with each other. Mm. Unfortunately, it's no surprise that the black working community feel the way they do. Mm. It's now up to business leaders to understand these results and act on them to make working life fairer for the black community the reason was gathered by work happy at work test which had been taken by over 20,000 employees globally since 2017 so mm-hmm. that, that statistic that we saw of that 57% of black 
um, women not feeling empowered came from that 20,000. Well, maybe it might have been 10,000 women, 10,000 mouths. Mm. But that's possibly where that come from, mm. that statistic. So it's still, it's, it's over still 57%. Still quite but there, that means that there's still like, is it 43% women that don't feel empowered or within the workplace or don't have an opinion mm. or aren't able to voice what they want as well. Um, Ricky Jay also makes a point there um, as regards to what we spoke about earlier. Both need to heal together, grow together and help each other balance out. Understand each other, work with women groups and men groups and couples groups to learn from one another. Mm. That's a good idea actually, isn't it? Each one teach one. Yeah. That's very important that we, we do learn. We learn from each other. And, um, yeah, that's very, very important to do that. So, yeah, feeling empowered at work. We do have a voice. Always remember that. Yeah. Um, Joyce says there that then he became self-conscious and empowered. What do you mean by that, Joy? Um, becoming conscious and empowered. Is that through reading policy? Or is that just through love of self and knowing that nothing can rain on my parade when I go into work? And is it all about self-empowerment? What do you think, Lily? Um, I think it's a little bit about self-empowerment, but I do think that if you know your rights in the workplace, you will be able to feel confident when you're when you're being vocal. Mm. And I don't mean vocal as in going up to your manager and saying, well, I... I can get this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, vocal as in saying, you know, putting it in a nicely worded email stating that I've asked for the 26 off and I will not be coming into work. Mm. Um, if they then take further action, knowing what your rights are. Yeah, yeah. And we've said that, haven't we? Mm. Like knowing policy and looking into it and making sure that... And doing training as well. Because mm-hmm. I do find as well, within the workplace, from what I've seen, a lot of people get lazy because they're in a position that they feel, oh, there's not really anywhere for me to go. I know how to do my job. I don't need to do any additional training. Other than the mandatory things, yeah. they don't try and better themselves. And I find once you stop learning, you stop the ability to be utilised better. Um, and management will look at that what the of not wanting to be trained yeah okay because if you just sit there and do your job that's great mm. but it's like when we're speaking about effort over effectiveness isn't it if you put in the effort on your desk that's great but yeah. it means nothing to them how can you be effective how can you be an innovator how can you be someone that makes them look better and as as bad as that sounds mm. but makes them look better because then if you're if you are doing that extra five to ten percent you may just feel better in yourself yeah. because you feel like do you know what i have exceeded my standard today i'm great and then they will then that comes in with a self empowerment, empowerment. yeah you empowering yourself you may shine yeah then they'll feel like oh actually i need him to be in front i need i need them to be seen yeah but never never kind of overdoing it to the sense that they're abusing yeah your yeah the way that you do things yeah yeah you've got to balance it you've got to be balanced mm, mm. so yeah like um joy says here naturally lily's husband standing up to the manager most men are laid back 
but take it out on their spouses. That's very interesting, yeah. isn't it? Had a really bad day at work. Where's my idea? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I shouldn't laugh. But it's true. Wow. Well, let's hope that um, you've got to speak up more. Men have to speak up more, I think. Yeah. And well done for standing up to that person. And I remember that was that the one uh, manager that was really rude when he was actually right about the job as well. Yeah. 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 That's that. But no, that's that was in a new a new position, and he was right, and the manager mm. had to apologise. Yeah. Um. He had to say, do you know what? I thank you, team, for your help. Blah blah blah. And he, he mm. did apologise. But the previous manager was was he was awful. Wow. Was and awful. and and he. He escalated it. So when you escalate things as well, mm. you might get something done if you got yes, a better yes, line he manager did. at the t- over. With the second um, manager, when he did create a problem, because mm. of how he was treated, he knew that there was something that should have been done about it. And he did take steps to make sure that person was brought up on their attitude. Yeah. Um, because obviously things got resolved and they apologised and they said thank you, whatever. It didn't go any further, but he was very willing to be open because he had been through that situation before. And I think once you've experienced um, bad behaviour, you know you don't want to go through that experience again. You will be vocal again. Yeah, so you got to stand up for your rights in that sense. Going back to what we um, Pele says here, he's a contractor, so technically, technically, he is his own boss, Mm. which he prefers. When the job, I just move on. That's how I feel empowered. So he moves on. So he does the job, moves on. That's what empowers him. But being his own boss, then I guess you don't have to. But you might have tricky um, customers. That's possibly what he has to suffer yeah but being your own boss technically he can just do the job and move on yeah and um decima says um because of bad experiences in the past with black men now i feel i have been pushed to try to date other races Mm. um white for the first time is in in my life i guess you will never know until you try that's Mm, her thought this is true this so yeah, stepping outside of what we're, we're used to, mm. like we said at, right at the start, guys. <laughs> Coming to, out your comfort today zone. is National Old Stuff Day, <laughs> so if you want to get rid of the old stuff, it's alright to try the new stuff. And yeah, you might be um, quite surprised in stepping over to the other side, as we always say. And very, very true, very true. So trying something new. We never know. We never know. But it's the reasons behind, I guess, that point of black women losing interest in the black man. Yeah. And I think we highlighted it's the value that is put upon us by the black man. And we're not saying that it's... It, it's. It, I guess it happens in every race. Yeah. It happens amongst everybody. But it's us. We were devalued for a long time, mm-hmm. both the black, and, and black, fe- black man and black female, mm-hmm were devalued for a long time okay and in slavery something again i learned is uh that they're also white slaves yeah it's it's a vicious cycle okay it's a vicious cycle um but the undervaluing of any human being is not nice but you have to look and see the the when they realize that they were a value when the the irish or the white slaves 
realise their value, they refuse to work. Mm. And over time, they've been able to take back, you know, they've, they've been able to take back how they were treated and they've somewhat um, come out of that. The same with the black female. The black female, a good few years ago, said, no, we're not having your rubbish no mm. more. We're not going to let you treat us like rubbish. We're going to go into the workplace. We're going to be mothers and wives and we're going to stand up for our rights. The yeah. black women done that. Mm. Black men were still being devalued. They've still been very, very recently devalued to the fact that they can't get jobs. They can't um, get good education just because they're always being put at a disadvantage. And it's only been recently, the last couple of years, when they have started building for themselves. Mm. Um, and then you've got the technological world and all of that kind of thing that's been able to give them that power back yeah so it's the transition of time the woman will the black woman has still been undervalued but it's they've taken their power back a lot quicker than the black man has taken it back but do you know what's really beautiful to see that they are yeah that that empowerment yes i totally believe in female empowerment i totally believe in male empowerment Mm. because to be treated so badly for so long mm. and yet you still we always come find a way out look at that we yeah. were just looking at that black excellence with those four actors yeah and there's more you know there's yeah. more i saw my cousin um jules today acting turning <laughs> to cry i really thought he was crying and oh, i thought bruv you you got me i said boy move over john boy you know <laughs> so there's so many of us yeah. we are when we put our hands to th- things mm. when we really focus deeply on something we just shine mm. shine shine so bright and this is what's lovely about our black men mm. you know that they're, they're taking the bull by the horns like i said again and riding that thing, ride it, cowboy, ride it, cowboy. <laughs> yes. And that is amazing. We'll see you all in five. Call us now on 07895134713. That's 07895134713. Auch in Deutschland hören wir all The best music from around the world.
We like to feature artists, and this is a New Jersey connection. New release. Dance with you. I love Guyana. Changes 
bound to come. Sorry about that, Joy. I've only just seen your message in the chat room. Next time, I promise. You want to gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight. You want to gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight. When your smoke is out, who's going to light your fire? The code sometimes is lessons learned inside. I want to dance like Loud. Leave it to me, leave it to me. Let me open my eyes and see. Let that see comes when we meet. Cause faith is stronger than this belief. Nothing but changes upon you. Nothing but change. Sounds of Ile Weeks there for y'all. That's also a new release from the man from Boston. And yes, some really great artists out there at the moment. I've got some new features coming up and we'll be interviewing a few in the future. So, Lily, as regards to the things we've been speaking about tonight, we've covered quite a, a lot, I would say. And one was obviously on black men. And are they are women black women losing interest mm. in them as well as why men feel that they're not heard or the, the yeah why they're not heard in the workplace or why they're least trusted and why black women feel least empowered in UK offices. We had some comments there, didn't we? Yeah, we had some really good comments in the um, chat. So. Uh, Caddy says, man, what a topic, ladies. (laughs) Had a similar experience to Lily's husband trying to keep uh, me at a certain grade. Not an easy situation, but it drove me to taking my skills elsewhere and charging for that service. Mm. You need to know what your worth is and that can be a process. Mm. Um, And then Joe McKay says, it's all about you managing your life and confronting without offending. I agree with Caddy. There are opportunities, but black men and women need to be proactive about the process and exercise their rights without excessive force. Practice self-control. That's what the white counterparts have been using against the black race. We need to switch roles and see the outcome. We are smarter. That is a very good point. Yeah, because it's not about getting angry. Mm. It's about, uh, I often use this uh, allegory 
And it's when Jesus, when he threw all the people out of the temple. Mm. Now, a lot of people say he didn't get angry. And I'm not saying that we need to get angry with our bosses mm. and to have our voices heard. But he went outside and he thought about it while he was plaiting them ropes together to drive <laughs> them people out. Yeah. Right. So he didn't just go and get mad. It was something done in a very controlled way. Yeah. And likewise with us, if we if we feel an anger kind of come up inside of us, we need to take stock of that because mm. remember, no one can make us angry. Mm. And then think about the process. So like you said, knowing policy, mm. that would possibly help to say, do you know what? I know this act is in line with whatever. Mm. I need to confront my manager and help him to see that I am to be trusted, my mm. thoughts, and I'm to be trusted to be left alone to get on with certain things mm-hmm. and do it in a way that is thought about as well as reserved yeah. and not in a sort of lash out kind of mad way. And they say, oh, you black people are all the same because mm. we, we expected that from you. Yeah. Give them what they don't expect. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that Caddy said that um, it it pushed him to go elsewhere, as Ooh. in starting his own um, his own venture. Because we were going through Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, yeah. Um, but now, guys, we have up. We've moved on from there. We're doing um, Grant, Cardone. Grant Cardone's Ten X, the Ten X Rule, and um, in Chapter Twenty Two. Um, it's called Successful or Unsuccessful. He speaks about 31 um, things that will make you successful. And point number one is have a can-do attitude. Mm. That is exactly what Caddy had. He said, I can do this. I don't need you to do it. I'm going to take my services elsewhere where I know um, that they will be appreciated. appreciated. Absolutely. Um, and... Cardone says people with a can-do attitude approach every situation with the outlook that no matter what it no matter what it can be done. They consistently use phrases like we can do it, let's make it happen, let's work this out, work it out. And they always maintain that solution exists. And I think that is a point that we need to come to regardless of where we're from, who Ooh. we are, where we are in our work, whether it's the you know, the lowest income to the person at the top, always having the attitude that there is a solution to a problem. If Mm. you're not feeling empowered, if you're not feeling appreciated, if you're not feeling like you're being given the responsibility, what is the solution to that problem? If the solution is I'm leaving, then then that's the solution. And what I loved uh, about what Caddy says is that he, the boss didn't see his value. Yeah. And it's about us seeing our value Mm. and working within that mm. and knowing our value and he knew that he had more to offer yeah so he went out there and offered more and his words were uh, what's the word trusted yes he trusted in himself to the the fact that you know what i know i've i have important things that i have to say or i feel that i can be trusted to make that decision mm-hmm. so now he's making those decisions for himself yeah and it's it's a wonderful thing isn't it so knowing our value and knowing our worth is so important as well. Yeah, Grant Cardone is a that 10x rule is a great book. And yeah, I love those those 30 odd points because they they really help you to kind of reflect 
on how you go about doing things and like is that chapter is like successful or unsuccessful mm. and we will be going through those 32 um rules now beautiful people um just to see how we can kind of level up mm. it's all about leveling up isn't it it really is elevating yes here on the 2nd of march guys it's the 2nd of march 2021 the beginning of the new month yeah. month number three yeah and it's Already. national it's also national women's month Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing lots of things around women, as well as we'll be talking a lot on um, sickle cell is one of the things that's going to be highlighted um, th- maybe throughout the month. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get some people in later on in the year and discuss that as well. Nice. So it's it's amazing. It, it really is knowing that we can be empowered. And black men, we love you, you know. Mm. We love you. All right. So it's about you seeing your value. Mm. All right. And I know I posed that question right at the beginning as regards to are black women losing interest in black men? All right. Maybe we felt unwanted for a long time. Yeah. And there are a lot of single, beautiful black women out there that feel undervalued. Mm. And possibly that's the reason why. And a white man showing them. A little bit of interest, not yeah. a little bit of interest. They're showing them interest, and they're gonna go in that direction. You do a lot for them because it. I, you know when you you look at those old school interracial relationships that they went through a struggle, like mm. they were, especially the ones when that are from America. They got their house burnt down, and they've all got a story that came with it, but love prevailed. Regardless of what the relationship is, whether you're interracial, whether you're with someone that's from the same country as you, whether someone, you know, whatever the relationship is, the bottom line is love prevails. I don't understand why, you know, some people go into relationships as as if it's just something that can be played with. Yeah. And not seriousness really. Seriousness of it. It really is. You're not, it's not a game. Mm. Life, the university of life, as Nana would say, this is a module in the university of life. Hey, I it's like that. It's not something that we need to be... Just taking lightly. Yeah. Because when you go to uni, each module is just as important as a number one, right down to number 10, number whatever. Every module is important Mm. to pass in order to succeed to get that end result Mm. and likewise in life you're right thanks joy for that point yeah you know that we are in the university of life but it's it's, not it's not a a play thing mm. especially when you get to the point where you know a lot of these relationships break down and then sadly there's children involved like the one we, we were speaking about last week there's children involved in in the relationship and many many couples make that co-parenting work mm-hmm. um but the process still affects the children yeah yeah and whether you know whether it's amicable whether it's not it's still something that what was the what was the ideal going into the relationship we spoke last week about back in the day the the values about relationships was very different to the values today yeah the fact that you're that there is even a study being done on how black women feel about black men i question it i'm I'm like why why is that a study hortense hi hortense she says she's just getting in from work 
And she says, black women see that they are ignored by black men, some not all, and are overwhelmed by white women taking over. Mm. As well as when our men try to fit in the society to be accepted, they become, oh, I can't see that. They become something to our own women. Mm. So, you know, th those are two points she's made there. So it's us feeling ignored, mm. possibly, and then the black man may be fit, trying to fit into society. So yeah. he will go out of his way to fit in and ignore. Maybe we're not, we are undervalued. Mm -hmm. Well, we're undervalued, because I'm not going to say that, because we are empowered now. Mm -hmm. But it's just a matter, yeah, seeing that. Mm. You know, so there's a lot in there. Beautiful people, just a um, little point here. There are a couple of opportunities that have come up. Um, before we finish, it's um, this one was sent in from Anthony Arimoram, and this is from Elizabeth Benjamin. She's a producer working on a short film with Edwin Mingard, and he's a director at satellitefilms.org. It's called H is for Hustle um, Environment, and it's a kind of compendium film, circa 26 shorter films made by people who've experienced asylum and hostile environments in the UK. So it's an Arts Council film. I'm going to, the deadline is the 16th of April. So I'm going to, it says participants also get paid £250 as a nominal fee for the field work. And it's one day of filming. And that's including a, a few development meetings. So if you are interested in that, I'm going to pop that. I've posted it. Oh, you've posted chat. it? Yeah. Lovely. So we'll pop that into the chat room. That's one opportunity. There's also another one. Um, so that one is for film, to be in a film, isn't it? Working with a producer, Elizabeth Benjamin. And all the information is there in the chat room. I will also post this one on Facebook as well, if I can, as well as another opportunity with British Airways. Now, Wayne sent this one in to me, and this is for engineering apprenticeships. So they're available because there's, they're saying there's a lack of black people in these roles. This one closes on the 12th of March. All right, so that, that's um, next week, next Friday that closes. So... Um, check this one out as well. That's jobs.ba.com for jobs for vacancy. So that's British Airways as well as Elizabeth Benjamin. Pop into the chat room and just take a look at these opportunities because they are out there. As well as one more person, Camilla, has sent in. It's the petition, um, do not roll out COVID-19 vaccine passports. We might cover that in a, a, a series, we'll see. But you know we don't like to say that C word, right? So we'll we'll work that one out. So there's a petition going around um, regarding not rolling out the, the vaccine passports. All right, so in all of this then, oh, we have a very... Okay, lovely, Lily. Thank you. Lily's posted that in the chat room. So for anyone that's interested, if you know any youngsters that are looking um, for opportunity something new please pass on the information mm -hmm. so we thank you guys so much thank you so much for joining us remember to lock in every night we do have special djs playing all throughout the week they've done an awesome job over the start end as well as last night thank you dj slim and mark philogene 
Um, we have Mark, uh, sorry, DJ Laro will follow me from 8 till 10 tonight, as well as DJ Mark Philogene, who will be on from 10 till 12. And um, do remember that we are on Facebook as well, allflavors.com. And you can catch me, I'm um, at Wimbo77 on Instagram and Natasha John Baptiste on Facebook, as well as Lily. I am, I don't actually know my name on Instagram. <laughs> I am naturally Lily, uh, naturally underscore Lily89 on Instagram. And um, I'm not on any other platform as naturally Lily. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> so all we've got left to say to you, beautiful people, is we'll see, see you all on, on the other side. side. Take care. One, two, three.